Good evening from New York. I'm Bob Welch with another edition of Bob's World on this Thursday. It is May the 27th at 7.30. We have 77 degrees in Manhattan. Here's what's happening. An abbreviated edition of the podcast tonight because I'm going to be on the road tomorrow. And uh, today's been quite a day and uh, just haven't had too much preparation time, as we say. But uh, these are some big uh, news items that have happened in our region that we call home, whether you're in, whether you're in uh, the New York area or you're in uh, eastern uh, Canada or uh, the Montreal area. Over the course of, uh, of a week, we try to touch on uh, some of the bigger things that uh, come to my attention. Is every part of the area covered every single day? No. But this is a story where uh, one part of our region is covered and another part of our region is covered in the exact same story. A New Brunswick company has announced its intentions to buy Vermont's Coffee Cup Bakery, which closed suddenly last month due to financial problems. You may remember Mrs. Dunster's Bakery. If you're in the Maritimes, you're familiar with them. If you're in Maine, you may be familiar with them. They are out of Sussex, New Brunswick. Uh, Today, they said they will purchase all the assets of the Coffee Cup Bakery, including the Vermont Bread Company out of Brattleboro, according to a press release that Channel 3 WCAX got a hold of. The owners have formed a new company called the North Atlantic Baking Company, and they plan to restart operations in the near future. The plan is to continue to market the same baked goods that made the company a household name throughout New England under the Coffee Cup and Vermont Bread Company brands. The Mrs. Dunster's name is uh, visible in at least eastern Maine, uh, and and that's, that's just because it's an offshoot of their home turf in New Brunswick. Uh, but uh, these are the uh, brands that will be sold in uh, New England, at least as far as this is concerned. Uh, Adam, Grin- Adam Grinold, I can say that name, Adam Grinold with the Brattleboro Development Credit Corporation tells WCAX the alternative could have been that a company would just come in and liquidate the equipment and sell the assets as a real estate investment, and uh, what we are most excited about is the commitment by all the different parties to really seek out people who are looking to be operators. And it looks like this is where we are headed. And that is good news indeed for uh, both for the fact that uh, a New Brunswick company is expanding and uh, for the fact that a Vermont company and those jobs are, are going to be uh, saved on the, on the Vermont side of the story. Three New York State Senators today introduced new bills aimed at cracking down on illegal drag racing on New York City streets. Drag racing on Upper Broadway is a menace all year long, according to resident Laurel Crowder, speaking with WCBS Today, but especially so in the summer months. Now, State Senators Brett Hoyleman and Robert Jackson of Manhattan and uh, another from Brooklyn have introduced the Furious Act. Uh, Andrew... uh, Grunardis is the uh, representative, is the senator from Brooklyn, should clarify. The Furious Act would allow New York City to operate its speed cameras overnight and on weekends to catch the racers. 
The U.S. Acting Solicitor General has advised the United States Supreme Court not to hear New Hampshire's request to block Massachusetts from collecting income tax from roughly 80,000 New Hampshire residents who are employed by Massachusetts companies but have been working from home in New Hampshire during the coronavirus pandemic. In January, the Supreme Court asked the federal government for its opinion on whether a hearing was needed. Elizabeth Prelogar, the acting U.S. Solicitor General, told the court on Tuesday, this is not one of the rare cases that warrants the exercise of the court's original jurisdiction in which the court can settle interstate disputes. Under a temporary rule enacted by the Massachusetts Department of Revenue, residents of other states who were working in Massachusetts before the pandemic had remained subject to Massachusetts' 5.05% income tax while they worked from home. Massachusetts officials have said the regulation is similar to those adopted by other states and have declined to comment on the pending litigation. New Hampshire officials argue it represents a permanent shift in underlying policy and amounts to, quote, an aggressive attempt to impose Massachusetts income tax beyond its state lines. Now the Bob's World four-day forecast for the New York metropolitan area tonight. Partly cloudy skies, a low of 58, a north wind at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Tomorrow, partly cloudy skies in the morning, and that will give way to cloudy skies and rain in the afternoon, high 66. Rain tomorrow night, low 48, an east-northeast wind at 15 to 25 miles an hour. And 1 to 2 inches of rain is expected. Showers Saturday morning, then cloudy in the afternoon with a high near 55. Cloudy Saturday evening, then off and on rain showers after midnight with a low of 50. Sunday features rain showers in the morning, becoming a steady light rain in the afternoon with a high of 61. Monday, partly cloudy skies with a high of 72. Tuesday, considerable cloudiness with a high of 77. Looking around the region at 734, it is... Ogdensburg and Montreal reporting sunny skies or clear skies as the sun gets closer to sunset. 55 degrees. Chatham is 68 there on Cape Cod. Hartford, Connecticut, 73. It is 61 in Bangor. Worcester and Boston reporting 73 under a mix of sun and clouds. The more cloud appears to be in Boston. 66 degrees in Halifax at this hour. And St. John, New Brunswick, 61, and up in Putnam County, 70 degrees in Carmel tonight. And we'll be getting back to St. John'sbury's number tomorrow. Uh, Let's see if we can get St. John'sbury's number. I can can pull this up for you while we're waiting here. St. John'sbury. I didn't have it bookmarked because most of the time it's my current location. (laughs) <laughs> but not tonight. We're going to pull in St. John's Reason number here because now, now I'm curious. And because it's a podcast, I can, hey, I can hold you on like this. Uh, and, and uh, I, you know, I, I can hold you on here. I cannot type and talk at the same time. St. Johnsbury, you are 56 degrees right now. And there is a frost advisory in effect for the Northeast Kingdom with an overnight low of 36 up there tonight. Oh, my goodness. 
<laughs> oh boy, that's what I've got going home to. Uh, currently, uh, well, let's go through the, uh, we, we did go through the regional roundup. 77 degrees in New York, going down to an overnight low of 58. And uh, the uh, relative humidity is 30%. The dew point is 44, so really dry out there. Uh, not a cloud at all, really. And the uh, wind is out of the north-northwest at 6, gusting to 11 miles an hour. And the barometric pressure is 29.93 inches of mercury, and it is rising. Once again in Midtown, 77 degrees, going down to 57 tonight. Now we're just going to throw the script out the window. There is none for the rest of the podcast. Normally we do other things, but uh, it's uh, after 7.30. I get a grab bite to eat in New York. That should be relatively easy know my way around and you know it's it, it grows on you this area uh at first uh, overwhelming and saying well you know i think i'll take this on and 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 uh you know the first time i came down here and it reminds the first time i came down here it was reminded me of it i can speak coherently can i yeah <laughs> It's been one of those days as I grab a sip of water. Yeah. It's one of those days. Uh, I'll tell you about my day. I went on... I was a little bit confused. Of course, I learned something today. If you don't learn something every day, you're doing something wrong. So if you're familiar with the transit system... You're going to be with me on this and perhaps chuckling. But I won't know because it's a podcast and it's not a live back and forth. I start my day uh, after a meeting in the morning. And as I'm looking and and going, okay, I'm going to need some time to get to MetLife Stadium. And I plotted it out on my phone. I knew what I needed to do. Or at least I thought I knew what I needed to do. This is where it gets interesting. So I take the six train. I'm I'm located at the corner of uh, 33rd uh, and uh, Park Avenue. That's where I'm staying in the, in the Hilton Garden Inn. I'm checking out tomorrow. You won't be able to find me. <laughs> um, and so I'm looking at the uh, the six train. Uptown, six train. I've gotten used to those things, uptown, downtown, and and then it, it's the, the ones that go back and forth, uh, the uh, east west. That's that's what you got to be paying attention to. The the um, um, uptown, downtown lines are the easiest to get your bearings with because they tend to go up and down the same street. So I'm supposed to get to Bent Life Stadium. I start here, the hotel, 33rd and Park Avenue. Uptown on the 6th to the 7 train, which uh, meets at Grand Central Terminal. When I got off, I got a little slightly confused. because I thought I got off in Grand Central Terminal. 
why am I why am I looking around seeing signs that say Forty Second and Lexington? Well, that was that that was a that was a uh, a side door to the street, which I didn't go out, but I did go outside of the turnstile, figuring if I go outside, I'll be able to figure out what's going on here. And then not long after I walk out of the turnstile, I find out the rest of them, and it's in an area where I've always been. And I have to go back into the turnstile again <laughs> to to get on the 7 train, which I should have been able to do just within the turnstile from the 6. So that was my first interesting moment of the day. And then I get on the 7 train, and then I realize the 7 train is way, way down. Do you, do you get uh, a little bit of dizzy feeling when you go down on an es- uh, on an escalator if the grade on the escalator whether it's an up or a down escalator uh, if, if it's just a little bit too much of a grade than what you're used to do you get a little funny well I did I did I got my bag in my hand that's got my cap and gown in it because I'm not going to be wearing my cap and gown the New York subway. I know you wouldn't either. This escalator going down into the area where the 7 train boards from. But I eventually got down there. Said, okay, all I need to do is just is is just stare at, you know, stare at the step in front of me and don't take my eye off the step in front of me because it's not it's moving with me yeah. but still I just sort of kind of clung onto the railing on the escalator almost <laughs> and it was it was, it was uh, a little bit more intense going back up and when I think of it I start to get that funny feeling and that goes back to my first ride on the New York subway four no three years ago it was July 20, July 20th, 2017. I had a beer with John Belmont from, uh, spent many years at ABC, then some more at AP Radio News, and, oh gosh, he'd worked at Chum in Toronto and CKLW, the big 80s now, but I believe he's now permanently retired. But at the time, he was weekends on 1010 Wins. Every once in a while, I'll still hear him. Uh, at least last year, but I think he's permanently retired now. Anyways, after our beer at McGarry's, which was claimed by the pandemic, they're not open anymore. They were across from B&H, photo and video. If you're an audiovisual geek, B&H photo and video is like a candy shop to a kid. Enough said. But he told me to get on the 7 train from Hudson Yard to go back to Grand Central Terminal and said it was going to be the said it was going to be the cleanest subway system I'd ever seen in the entire city of New York because it was so new and it had just opened and that deep subway rise on the escalator back up to street level was headed in the opposite direction 
of my first ride on an elevator going down into the subway back then, a couple of years ago. And I'm reminded of it, and I'm reminded of our meeting, which was, you know, wonderful to talk with somebody that, that you grew up listening to and hearing all sorts of fun stories, but the escalator ride. It had not dawned on me until I stepped on the escalator. Oh, this was the station, Hudson Yards. So I'm just sort of staring on the uh, escalator uh, step in front of me. I said, I'm going to be able to do this. I'm going to be able to do this. Because the feeling of like you're losing your balance, uh, it just it's not a good feeling at all when you're moving like that at a grade that's just a little bit too much. Just a little bit too much and an escalator that's just a little bit too long. Any of it. I got out of the 7 train and look at my phone, which has the map on it, and I know I'm supposed to be walking towards the ferry to New Jersey. I could have ridden on path, probably should have, given the time constraint, but I didn't. I went on a ferry across, and the ferry itself was a nice, brief ride. But unlike where I thought it was going to go, I thought it, might, I thought it would be going to Hoboken. I realized it was going to Port Imperial up in Weehawken. It's a little bit further up the river, across from Manhattan. Oh, I got to Hoboken all right. On the on the Hudson Bergen light rail, yeah, and that that was a nice ride. But I missed by about three or four minutes my train on the uh, New Jersey Transit out of Hoboken Terminal, which was going to go up to Sea Caucus, which was where the Berkeley College shuttle bus would be. I got the Sea Caucus in an Uber from Hoboken. We haven't even started the graduation ceremony yet, eh? <laughs> I I got I found the I found the shuttle bus. The the Uber driver was 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 great, and and uh, tipped uh, tipped him well. Uh, they've it's not the easiest job to have. It's not the easiest thing to do. So I was, uh, it was a fortunate day for, for what I have been doing, and so I felt a little generous on him. So I get in there and walk him through the tunnel into MetLife and sit, find out where you're supposed to sit down. And and uh, I, I'm I'm not used to this. There's an awful lot of this that I'm just not used to. I'm used to being the guy that's picked at the picked last. Well, the master's degree folks are like when you're on a plane, and the fast, the first class seats are up in the front. <laughs> oh, you're sitting up in the front. <laughs> or what? I'm sitting up in the front. I'm sitting up in the front. Yeah, they gave us our diplomas first, and then we sat and watched everybody else. Irony here. I'm sitting here in MetLife Stadium, 
and uh, it, it's not on grass. It was they covered up the grass. They covered up the grass. I, I, I think I was somewhere around uh, the center. I was somewhere around the 50-yard line, just given how the layout is. But there was no grass underfoot. But there was sun above, and it was hot. I heard the radio on on the Berkeley College shuttle bus, and it was tuned to 1010 Winds, and Larry Mullins was telling everybody that it was 81 degrees at, at uh, 420 in the afternoon. So, But that 81, that 81 felt like 95 in there. Now, I had invited a few people who had declined uh, because they, they were busy. They, they just, so I gave my tickets, I gave my pack of four tickets to, which I was entitled to, to someone who could use them. But now I want to go and reach out to those folks and say, you are glad that you spared yourself from taking one turn away from being in a pizza oven. MetLife Stadium felt like sitting in a pizza oven for a couple hours in a black gown that, of course, black absorbs the heat. It doesn't reflect the heat. Everybody had these black gowns on. Anyway, I got my degree, MBA in management. There's still a, there's still a class or two to complete, but we'll be there. We'll be there. And I'm noticing that my battery is dying on my phone. On my battery, on my phone, is the key to get in to the hotel when I get back. And my ticket, reverse ticket, to go from Secaucus back to Hoboken. So I could have been taking more pictures from the ceremony. But I was looking at that battery that said 15%, and I said, I know one thing. I'm getting on the train that goes back to Hoboken from Seacock's Junction, and I'm getting back into my hotel room, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I was uh, somewhere, uh, I, 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 do you call it broiled, or, or do you call it... Uh, uh, I'm thinking about the various settings for cooking meat on a on a flat surface. Flat iron, flat iron steak. That no flat. I was I was a flat iron steak. It was I was in flat iron steak territory by the time we were done, and I was done. I was well done. Almost some burnt edges there by the time I got out of there, <laughs> but we we got back out. And the courtesy vehicle taking us uh, back uh, and and uh, back onto uh, the train, which was mercifully late because it was an inbound, inbound to Hoboken, and it had come from it was Metro North equipment, so it must have come from Port Jervis or something. But all I cared was that it was going into Hoboken. And mercifully, that was late, so I was able to get to the platform and get my 
uh, ride back in. And then, uh, of course, at that point, I shut my phone off again to conserve the energy in the phone as I go on path from Hoboken to World Trade Center and then up on the four train from Fulton, I believe it's Fulton Center, they call that stop. It's right next to World Trade. It's a different name for the stop on the four and five. And then uh, uh, back up to uh, the 14th Street Union Square, which is where you pick up the 6 train, which acts as the local during rush hour. And then up to 33rd and uh, up the steps and back into my back uh, as I try to turn my phone back on, thinking, does it have enough power to open up the doors? Does it have enough power to open up, to activate the elevator for me to get to my... It did. 2%, that's all that mattered. It opened up, and it's charging, and and that's it. That's it. Travel escapades with Bob. Sounds like a a nice, uh, you know, (laughs) podcast. A podcast within a podcast, traveling with Bob. Uh, We could be doing more of this as the... As the weeks go on here, this is a portable setup. I got my microphone here. I got my mixer that I have from home. I got the mic that I have from home. And it's plugged into a laptop instead of a big desktop computer. So I think we can take this on the road and who knows, maybe I'll join you from maybe I'll join you from Lake Carmel uh, tomorrow. Because I got a I know that I have to take uh, take the train back up to back up to Putnam County. And then, uh, of course, I have a a four-hour drive back home. But there's a meeting that I have to do that starts at 1, and I might be able to go and and get that taken care of um, by going by that nice Lake Carmel up there in Putnam County. And that'll be it, it, it. You know what it looks like. You know what it looks like there. It looks like it looks like Vermont. It looks like some. It looks like some place in Vermont, and they plopped it into. Uh, well, it, it it's not the immediate New York area, but it's it's close enough because there's commuter trains that go down into the city from there. So maybe. I will join you from there, after my commuter train. Uh, after my commuter train up to southeast in Putnam County and before I begin my four-hour drive because I'm not going to be doing the podcast while I'm driving. That, that was an error from last time because the audio quality suffered. But I've got the studio in a bag. I might as well use it, right? So maybe you will hear a podcast issued tomorrow. Maybe you won't because by the time, by the time I get back home, my cat's going to be wondering where the heck Bob was over the past two nights. And um, and the fact that after four hours of driving, see, rail travel doesn't, doesn't bother me nearly as much as, it's not nearly as tiring as um, driving. But the driving after four hours, that's when you start to feel like, 
<laughs> four hours is four hours is the point where I draw the line as far as distance is concerned in either any direction, any direction. So I told you I was going to make this a shorty, and this second segment has gone on for 19 minutes, and it's closing on an eight o'clock, and I got to go get something to eat. So this has been Bob's World on this May the 27th. Berkeley College graduation day, and congrats to the rest of you, and regardless of where you got your degree, uh, you got it somewhere, and, and whether or not you were able to have an in-person affair, because not all of you were able to do that, and I appreciate that. Good luck, and be well.